Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 201 of the Life Made to Order podcast. The law of attraction end, your mind just doesn't get it. Anyone that's you know been following my work for a bit, you know that I talk about the mind a lot and there's a reason because our mind, the way it functions, all of its weirdness, it's the root of all of our energetic discord. The doubt, the skepticism, the fear, the self-sabotage, the control, the manipulation, the attachment, all of that stuff, it's all coming from the mind and its belief system that's rooted in fear, its inability to understand who you really are and what you're capable of, its inability to understand energy and the role that it plays in your life. Your mind just doesn't get it. The more you understand that, the more you see that's the root of all your issues, once you start tackling that, once you start making the conscious rejection of it and, and consciously decide, okay, I'm not going to listen to it anymore because I'm going to keep reminding myself that it doesn't understand anything that's happening, all of those kinks in your vibe, they start ironing out automatically. All of this effort you might be putting right now into trying to feel better and it feels so hard and so frustrating. People always say that, right? I'm trying to raise my vibe. I'm trying to feel good, blah, blah, blah. And it's so hard. That's why it's so hard because there's, there's all this stuff that you're swimming upstream against. And again, when you deal with all that stuff, when you see the reality of what's happening, when you start seeing through the illusion and how your mind sees things and how none of it's true and all these fears you have aren't justified, that energy, once that starts transforming, you naturally feel better. There's no effort there. There's a part of you that's, whose vibration is quote unquote perfect that knows the score, that knows how things really are, that is connected to that source that's in the flow. And it's like cleaning a dirty window. The gleam, the glass, right? It's all nice and shiny. That's the glass's natural state. There was just stuff obscuring it, like fingerprints and grime and dirt and dust, right? It's the same thing with your vibe. It's like that you're that gleaming glass and all of the fear and the ick and the conditioning, that's all the, the gross stuff that you clear away. So yeah, your mind just doesn't get it. A lot of what you're trying to accomplish energetically makes no sense to your mind and it'll fight you on it. And it, it it's like you have to, and again, it's like you're swimming upstream. It's like you're walking through molasses. You're carrying this huge weight trying to move forward and then it's all your mind. For example, the idea that you need nothing. You're whole and complete as you are. You don't need anything. You don't need money. Who you really are doesn't need money. Now imagine energetically what that would create for you, because what's one of our biggest issues with manifesting money, especially the sense of need we have around it is, <clears throat> I mean, it's, I don't know, there, I don't know if there's any word to adequately describe how strong that need is. Language fails us a lot with trying to describe what's happening energetically, there's limits. Now imagine if you truly tried to embody that energy of I don't need money energetically, again, what would that do for you? It's amazing. But what does the mind do? But you do need money. We, we have to, Money is like a thing here and it's our primary means of exchange and you need money to pay bills and you need money to do all the stuff that you want to do that you think is going to be fun and you need money to travel and you need money to pay your car insurance and you need money to buy your kids school supplies and of course you need money. And then you're like, you know what, mine, you're right. Fuck these people telling me that I'm, I don't need it. How dare they? And what does that accomplish for you energetically? Where does that leave you? Because trying to accomplish that energy doesn't mean literally you're giving up on money or you're going to try to find a way to live a life without money and like make it literal like I truly don't need it. You're just trying to achieve something energetically. 
And what your mind doesn't understand is all of those energetic shifts are what will lead it lead you to manifesting all the stuff that it thinks is so important and that as a human you'll probably continue to want and care about no matter how advanced you get, barring you decide to withdraw from worldly life and devote your full time to spiritual uh, growth and, and strengthening your connection with the divine in a monastery or in the forest somewhere, right? Imagine the energy you would feel, um, imagine what it would do for your energy if you ran your business from completely from a place of service and you didn't care about getting money and you were just being generous with your knowledge and generous with all of this, knowing that that energy of giving automatically uh, puts you in a place to get. The getting that your mind is so worried about, natural byproduct of the giving. And then your mind is like, no, you can't have that kind of attitude. Like you need money. This isn't a hobby. Like you can't just pretend that money doesn't matter. If you're not trying to earn money, you're not always on the hustle and then trying to see what you can get from people, you're not going to make any money. This is a business. You can't not care about money. Money is the whole point of business. Again, and you'll be like, you know what, mine, you're right. I'm trying to get, I'm running a business here and I, I, I need to have that attitude of, you know, always looking, what can I get from people and, and trying to hustle and do all this and, and be stingy with, with things. I don't want to give away too much for free. Because then people won't pay for my products or services if I tell them too much stuff for free. And again, where does that leave you energetically? Coming from a place of scarcity? Coming from a place of not trying to be generous and be of service to people, but seeing them just as a means to an end to get money for yourself. Again, your mind doesn't get it. You're whole and complete as you are. How would you feel right now? Imagine what that energy would do for your ability to manifest a relationship. Because what's, you know, right, what's the main driver of the relationship? We feel lonely and incomplete, like our other half is missing. But if we're not in a relationship, we're like less valuable as a person. There must be something wrong with us if someone's not, you know, if we're not uh, in a relationship. There's no one that wants to date us, which isn't true. You just haven't met the person yet. Imagine what that would do for you energetically. You're not trying to manifest a relationship from a space of intense need and loneliness and feeling like you're not good enough, looking for a relationship to validate your existence, looking for a relationship to prove all the terrible things you think about yourself must not be true. Because then if you find a relationship, it means that you're not ugly, you're not too heavy to be in a relationship, you're not broken, you're not damaged. Um, you're looking for the relationship to, you know, you had a, let's say a rocky relationship with your father or your mom or your parents in general, and you felt like this abandonment and lack of love. And then you're looking for this relationship to give you that love you didn't get as you were a kid. All of that. Ugh. What do you think energetically that's doing for your chances to attract a relationship? At least a good relationship. Because in that energy, you could probably attract plenty of people into your life that can mirror all that shit back to you, but it's not going to be what you're looking for. So remember, your mind doesn't get it. Your mind doesn't understand that the universe responds to your energy in a neutral way. You're putting an energy out, whatever that dominant energetic signature is, those predominant emotions that make up your vibe. Remember, vibe, energy, just fancy words for feelings. What's going on there? What are you putting out there? It's just responding to that. So that means that your mind is not going to respond to your dissatisfaction, your fear, your scarcity mindset, your unhappiness is going to respond to. You can only get all those things if there's an, right, you're putting out an energy that's a match to it. It doesn't respond to your unhappiness and your dissatisfaction and your discontent. Your mind doesn't get that. 
Your mind thinks that like somehow the universe or God or whatever the word you like to use is kind of like observing us and being like, oh, that person's unhappy. Let me go get them a boyfriend to feel better. Or your mind thinks that energy of need is what needs to go out there. So the universe is like aware of like, oh, Mary over there, she needs a boyfriend and, and Jonathan over there in that part of the world. Oh, he needs money. Okay, let me, oh, let me, you know, get some shit together and let me get go get them their stuff. No, it's not responding to any of that. So this whole idea of having to feel better first before your circumstances change, it's a non-negotiable. But your mind fights, right? And you all know this, your mind fights you on that because your mind is afraid that number one, that if you're not putting out that energy of need, somehow there's the universe doesn't think like, oh, you don't want that thing. But again, that's not how it works. Your mind is used to your pain being a motivator in the world of action, right? Our pain usually motivates us to, to go after things and right. That sense of contrast has value, but we don't want the pain to drive us in the world of action. We usually let the pain drive us. And it's that pain that makes us do more painful things because we think, well, it'll be worth it if I get my stuff and that original source of pain will go away. Because if I put myself through all this and I try and I struggle and I keep and I don't give up and I keep trying, I'll get the boyfriend, I'll get the money, I'll get the clients, I'll lose the weight, then I'll feel better and right, all that pain will have been worth it. And that might hold some truth, but if anyone that's tried to get stuff that way, even if you get what you want, you still don't feel any better because, right, the lack of the thing was never the problem. Now, in the world of energy, being motivated by pain, letting it fuel the journey, you see like, oh my God, that's not going to work here because if this is the energy that I'm continuing to put out in the world, if this is the energy I insist on holding on to because my mind thinks it actually is serving me and it has value, I'm screwed because that means my energy is one of fear, scarcity, self-loathing, impatience, frustration, anxiety, attachment. Oh yeah, energetically, none of that stuff is really going to help me. Uh, that energy is not putting me in the flow of this process. That energy is not opening me up for receiving. That energy is like putting a huge concrete wall around my life, around me. And like nothing can come in. And not literally nothing, you know what I mean? You don't need a perfect energy. But again, your mind doesn't get it. Your mind does not get how feeling better now is crucial. It doesn't understand that it's kind of a non-negotiable. It does not understand that in the world of energy, your pain does not serve any positive purpose like it might in the world of action. Now that pain, right, that sense of contrast, it's valuable in alerting us to what we want. It's valuable in alerting us to like what we would prefer in our lives, what we like, what we don't like, our preferences. So that's very valuable for that kind of that fact finding, right, of what's happening inside. But as the fuel of the journey, no. Operating from the space that we're trying to manifest from pain minimizing mode, where we're just trying to get everything we don't have so we can feel better. Dangerous game. And I've always, I've liked to say this a lot too. You've probably heard me say it a lot. There's two different journeys you can travel as a conscious creator. Number one, you could focus on the inner transformation that naturally aligns you with different outside circumstances because you're transforming the level of cause. If you're changing inside, your life has no choice but to change. On that journey, you're creating lasting, meaningful change in your energy. You're manifesting, you're, cre you're changing the quality of consciousness from which you're manifesting, from which you're moving through the world, the quality of consciousness from which you're acting. That sort of journey, that changes you, that changes you deeply in profound ways, genuinely for real. Then you have the journey of just always just trying to attract what you don't have. And it's more superficial 
change on that level. Energy, you know, trying to pos activate positive energy, blah, blah, blah. Now, of course, all of that has its place. But a lot of you have seen if you're on that journey, there's really not a, a lot of lasting deep inner change. You might get some pop here and there. You feel good for a couple of days about something. Something happened that you liked. It made you feel good. It gave your energy a bit of a boost. And then you might see some immediate feedback from that. But again, it's not consistent. Or you might get something big from that, maybe, depending on what your what where your energy's at and the, and the purpose of the manifestation. But then you feel like you don't actually feel any better, again, because your circumstances weren't actually the cause of your feelings. And in that journey, uh, for a lot of us, what happens is a lot of us have a lot of deeper stuff that needs to be addressed to really change our circumstances again in a meaningful way. And the journey of just always trying to attract what you don't have won't bring you to those places. Because in that mentality, the mind's like, yeah, I'm not really interested in, in really transforming my energy so much as just trying to get the stuff I don't have. So let's focus on the manifesting hacks and blah, 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 right? Again, your mind doesn't get it. And the more you remember your mind doesn't get it, the easier it is to stop, to break yourself free of this spell it has on you and in doing things the way that it wants to do them, which is moving you further away from what you actually want, your stuff, and what you actually want most, which is to feel better. Doing things your mind's way will never get you there because it'll never let you do all the things that will actually like help you do that. It will resist all of the perspectives and beliefs that allow you to truly feel better because it sees them as a threat to getting its stuff. It sees them as a threat to, you know, in a, a larger sense, a larger issue of um, losing its control over you. It's, it sees it's all of this change as like a threat to its identity. And again, the more you remember, it doesn't get it the easier it is to do things the quote unquote proper way because you're like, oh yeah, the way my, all this resistance my mind is putting up, it doesn't understand this. Oh my God, my mind thinks my misery and my discontent serves me and it's, it keeps forcing me to stay unhappy and it keeps talking me out of doing all these things that will actually make me feel better and actually help me get all these things, these physical manifestations that again, as a normal human living a worldly life, you're probably going to care about. You'll probably never reach a point where you literally don't want any of those things. So it's like, okay, if I'm going to continue to want this stuff, I should probably start really seriously paying attention to whether or not I'm actually setting myself up to receive them. And again, if you do things your mind's way, it's going to be a, it's going to be a bumpy journey. There's going to be a lot more suffering and anxiety and other emotional ick than necessary. And again, even if you manage to get stuff, you're not going to be that you're not going to be any happier. Number one, because the manifestation wasn't the problem. Number two, your mind will never be satisfied. It'll always want something new. You make a certain amount of money, it's going to be like, okay, let's just try to make even more than that now. Let's double that income. You know, we doubled it now and then let's double that amount. You get the boyfriend and then I'll start focusing on some other area of your life that you don't like. That'll be, you know, well, we fix that area. So let's now focus on a new problem. It'll always be focused on the problem. It'll never feel satisfied. It'll never feel content, right? That's, that's where that, that's what's awaits us, right? If we, if we don't change our, our tack, because again, like I said, you don't need some perfect energy to manifest, you don't need some perfect vibration. A lot of people can make more surface level changes in their energy and you can manifest certain things, but you might not be so happy with it. It might not be the best version you're possible. It's possible to get. You don't feel happy with it. You know, it's again, it's like, because I've, I've been there. I've made enough changes in my energy. I was able to manifest lots of cool experiences, manifest money, but a lot of it, right? It wasn't consistent. I didn't feel any better. I still had other problems. 
And it wasn't until I focused on like that, that other journey of like really making the inner transformation, the priority, the top of mind motivator for doing this work. Cause I got what I wanted right away, which was to feel better. And again, the stuff comes anyway. It's not a, it's not an either or proposition. Like either you try to be happy or you try to get your stuff and, and you know, you can't do, you can't do both. And of course, if the mind sees this false choice as being true, you know what the mind's going to choose. It's going to choose like, well, fuck being happy. If I can only choose one, like I want the stuff, like we're going to focus on there. Sorry, we can't do the other thing. So yeah. So remember that your mind just doesn't get it. A lot of what you're trying to achieve energetically doesn't make logical sense and your mind will see it as a threat when in fact it's the very thing that will help you move towards these things. It's easier to, to break free of it when you understand that it's, it's what it's doing is crazy and you're like, oh my God, why am I listening to you? You're not going to get me anywhere I want to be internally or externally. And yeah, again, the mind, it's dysfunction. It's all of its weirdness. That's the core root of every energetic issue you're dealing with right now. You understand that you're getting at the root of the problem and we'll get it, and we can only really solve a problem when we get at the true root of what's causing it, the mind and all of these things you're trying to do now to feel better. That might be feeling hard or useless, or you're wasting your time or not working. You'll still do that stuff. You know, you'll still do things to manage your energy. I do too, but you'll find that a lot of the stuff you're doing now is to a lot of what we're doing now, it's like we're actually just managing the symptoms of the mental dysfunction with the anxiety and the negative thinking and all of that. Again, and if we don't get at the root of what's causing that all, that those results, we tend to like not feel like we're really making any real progress or, or the changes don't stick or we still continue to struggle with things no matter how hard we try to change them. And again, it's because the root of the problem, the what's causing the anxiety, what's causing the negative thinking, what's causing your negative focus, what's causing your poor self-image, we didn't really get at the root of that yet. So all the tools and techniques, really, they're just managing the symptoms of it all. So, yeah. Remember, your mind doesn't get it. It doesn't get any of it. It will never understand any of this energy work. It doesn't understand who you really are. It doesn't understand how all of the things you're being asked to do are, are actually going to help you and are in favor of getting all the stuff that it wants. It doesn't get it. It doesn't get it doesn't get how feeling better now is a good thing. I promise you, there is no downside to you trying to feel better now. There will be no, I promise, there's no downside to that. So yeah, think about that. The mind doesn't get it. The more you remember that, the easier it is to be like, yeah, I'm not going to do things your way anymore because you don't get it. In any other area of life, would you seek the counsel of somebody about a topic that they don't know anything about and then follow their advice? You'd be like, no. Would you take financial advice or your retirement investing advice from someone that's poor and doesn't have any money? You'd be like, no, that'd be weird, right? It's the same thing. Your mind is like, why would I listen to you when you don't understand? When I, I'm exploring this world, I'm on this journey that you know nothing about. Why would I listen to you, right? It, do we think about it that way? It's like, huh, interesting. So yeah, think about that today. Um, hope you enjoyed this. And for more content, products, and information about my coaching services, head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com. Also, I've recently joined Instagram, which I've always been like Ugh, about when I thought about using it in my personal life. I wasn't a fan, but then I'm like, oh, you know, I was feeling inspired. A couple people had asked me recently if I had Instagram, and I feel like that was like kind of a, a nudge of like following that nudge of feeling like getting on it. So I'm actually kind of liking it. I joined like last week. So if you're on there and you want to follow me there, um, it's uh, my uh, handle is uh, Coach Kelly Cooper. So Instagram.com slash Coach Kelly Cooper. And yeah, that's it, guys. Bye bye.